0: Hey, listeners, we have a very rare opening for an associate sound designer mixer here at DeFacto Sound. That's my sound design studio and the studio behind 20,000 Hertz. To learn more, visit jobs.defactosound.com. This application window closes on May 22nd. Now onto the show.
1: Being George Clooney is not just a voice. It's a state of mind. Right now, I may not look like George Clooney. And a lot of people would argue that I don't particularly sound exactly like George Clooney. But right now, by golly, I feel like George Clooney. And that's 50% of the battle right
0: there. You're listening to 20,000 Hertz. I'm Dallas Taylor. He is a multi-talented actor, director, and movie star. Please welcome George Clooney.
1: It's a kind of controlled... Genuine handsomeness with just a suppressed amount of glee that says, I can't believe I'm George Clooney. What is a star? When they come on the screen, it doesn't matter who else is on that screen, your eye looks over.
2: George Clooney has it. George Clooney is the name of a person who's so handsome, such a great actor. I love him, love him, love him.
0: George Clooney is one of the most recognizable stars in Hollywood. He's known for iconic roles like Dr. Doug Ross in ER.
1: Sometimes it's impossible to save a kid's life, and the only thing we can do is save them from suffering.
0: He's also Danny Ocean in Ocean's Eleven.
1: Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you, unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house.
0: He's also known for his immediately recognizable voice. But George Clooney isn't the only one known for George Clooney's voice
3: they are what we refer to in the dubbing community as designated voice. So they are the designated voice of George Clooney. I am
2: George Clooney. I am George Clooney. I am George George Clooney. George Clooney. George Clooney.
0: George Clooney. Those are the voices of George Clooney from around the world. They're what's known as dubbing actors, and they play a huge, often hidden role in the film industry. Like, for example, here's a clip from Ocean's Eleven muss doch aufgefallen sein, dass ich damals vom nicht bin. Ich nur mal nicht, der Stuhl ist besetzt. This episode is an adaptation of the fantastic documentary Being George Clooney. The documentary features tons of talented dubbing artists, directors, writers and all sorts of people from the dubbing community. We couldn't credit every single one, but you'll find a full list of the credits in the show description.
4: Agora eu estou com alguém que não precisa fazer esse tipo de
2: distinção.
5: Não, ele se faz muito claro em ambos. You know, dubbers are like the backup singers of the movie world. You know, they're so vitally important, yet they don't get the credit they deserve. They don't often get the money they deserve.
0: Dubbing teams take a film or television show and replace all of the dialogue with a different language. It's a really important job.
5: When you adapt
2: a movie in a local language, you have widened the audience base
5: The box office internationally has gone up exponentially over the past 10 years. Some of these movies are making 50, 60, 70 percent of their box office internationally, and who you cast in a particular role to dub a movie, that's not a throwaway anymore. That could be as important to that movie as the original casting of the actor.
6: The dubbing business, in my understanding, is an art form.
0: Absolutely. Dubbing was originally something done in musicals. If an actor's voice wasn't quite up to par, another offstage singer might perform the piece to the actor's lips. Today, dubbing has many purposes. It plays an important role, not only in simply adapting film and television shows to other countries, but it's also critical to help bridge cultural nuances around the world.
5: Which country has the best dubbers?
0: Italia. Italy.
2: (laughs) Of course, Italy. Italy.
7: The real reason why Italy has such an intense dubbing tradition is because
3: we were forced into it. Really, if you look in retrospect, in Europe, uh, dubbing started as far back as the 19, late 20s and 30s. And a lot of that was brought on because of political reasons. It was all about propaganda.
0: In Italy, dubbing started out as a form of control. In the 1930s, all foreign words were banned in the country by the dictator Mussolini. Films had all the spoken parts removed and were replaced by inaccurate, often ridiculous subtitles. But there was one big problem.
7: The Italian population at the time was one-fifth illiterate. They didn't even know what was going on because they couldn't actually read the subtitles. So the idea of being able to dub a film was conceived.
0: After World War II, dubbing spread to many different countries, each for its own reasons.
8: After the world war, the Americans and the French, British wanted to show their movies in Germany. And this was only possible if they dubbed the
9: movies. In France, we have a very long history of dubbing. After World War II, it was a way for us to protect our culture and our language.
3: Latin America is a little different. They started dubbing in the 40s. During that time, the American movie business, they were really popular with westerns and cowboys, and they had a lot of Latin characters in that. They started to bring Latin actors into the US, and then all of a sudden they realized they had a Latin audience, but the audience didn't speak English. So then they moved the dubbing studios out to Latin America, and that's how Latin America got their start.
7: the people who were called in to do the dubbing were theater actors because they were like, well, you know, we might as well have actors do the dubbing. So that's how it all started.
0: On its surface, dubbing might seem like a relatively straightforward process. You hire some actors, they stand around a microphone and read the lines in front of them. But dubbing is actually a lot more complicated than that.
5: The process usually is multi-tiered, the script is given to a translator and then when you read a translated script it makes very little sense.
7: All translations need a certain amount of change and uh, manipulation uh, in order to accommodate the target culture.
5: So then that script once it's translated is handed over to an adapter. That adapter has the most tedious job in the history of the world.
10: Who spends hours and hours working on the text that the actors will say,
5: taking all of the lines that have been translated and now making them fit within the mouth movements of the actors.
0: This is the French dub from the film Up in the Air. Il
3: m'a engagé gérer ça en son nom.
0: Gérer quoi? Me gérer moi?
3: This is
10: why dubbing is the art of illusion. We have to create the illusion
11: that the film was shot in French.
0: This is from the Ides of March.
11: Service national is more popular dans les sondages que le rest of
0: politics jeu. Translating a film takes a lot of finesse. English is a very precise language. You can say a lot with very few words, and that's not the case with every language.
6: For one English word, we, we need three <laughs> French words, you know, and you and got to be, uh, to keep it synced uh, with, with the mouth, with the lips.
0: This is from The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. There's also the unique challenge of translating local sayings to another culture.
2: You've got to rack your brains. What is the closest thing
9: you, you put? Because there's nothing in this particular language that matches this in English. We don't have the same expressions, and this is very difficult to translate. I was uh, dubbing for Gerard Butler.
2: Angelina Jolie says, did you arrange for a car? And he says, piece of cake. Piece of cake. She's asking that, did you arrange for a car? Why is he saying, be- he's talking about cake? In Poland, when we worked with Shrek, Donkey keeps being annoying. Shrek says, all right, you're going the right way for a smack bottom. Well, in Poland, the dub said, if you keep that up, I'm going to take you to the slaughterhouse. And to me, I thought, that's a little gruesome for a children's film, don't you think? And they explained that, oh, in Poland, it's always funny that when donkeys get too annoying, we would take them to the slaughterhouse. Jeszcze chwila otworze wytwornie salami.
0: Completing a properly translated script is a ton of work. When it's finished, it's finally time for the voice actors to step into the recording studio.
11: When you have a big budget to do a movie dub, what happens usually is you get your voice talents into the studio and the film is cut up into small snippets, like maybe just a sentence.
4: I don't smoke, don't sit.
11: It's okay. It's okay. And it's looped again and again and again.
0: Ich rauch nun mal nicht, der Stuhl ist besetzt. Ich rauch nun mal nicht, der Stuhl ist besetzt.
11: Loop, loop,
8: loop. Ich rauch nun mal nicht, der Stuhl ist besetzt. Ich rauch nun mal nicht, der Stuhl ist besetzt. It's not easy, but it's still a lot of fun.
0: A lot of fun for me. There are a lot of unique challenges dubbing actors face during the recording process, both technical and artistic.
2: There are skills involved in doing our job. We know nothing about the dialogues until we enter the studio. We just have seconds to learn all the words and all the emotions and the rhythm that happen on screen. And uh, that's not that easy.
0: That's Gabriella Peterman. She's the German voice of Hermione Granger in the Harry Potter films.
11: Wingardium, Wingardium, Leviosa. Wingardium Run! Stop, stop, stop. So, stichst du noch jemandem das Auge aus? Und es heißt Leviosa und nicht Leviosa.
0: There's one particularly challenging aspect of recreating Emma Watsons voice, though. Watsons original performance of the role has a lot of breaths, which is really challenging for a voice actor to perform.
11: Ronald schickt mich, weil ich dir sagen soll, dass ihm von Seamus gesagt wurde, dass Dean von Pavati weiß, dass Hagrid dich sehen will.
1: All the sighs, all the sobs, all the breaths, everything, everything that comes out of the mouth is being dubbed, not only the words.
0: The challenges don't stop there. Piracy is an increasing concern throughout the film industry. Studios are putting more and more security measures into place to avoid any leaks, and it's having an interesting effect on the way dubbing is done.
8: They were uh, asking me to do a movie and I said, okay, no problem, I can do it. Yeah, but this is a little bit different because you will not know anything about the movie. You are not supposed to talk about it. You're not even supposed to see anything. And I said, okay, and I came into the studio and everything was dark and even on the screen it was dark. And then at one point, whoops, there was a little, little, little hole. Where you could peek in and you see a mouth, and that was supposed to be my, my mouth. And even the script, all names are are changed and everything is top secret. So I did a movie and I really didn't know what I was doing.
0: This is from the Matrix
8: Reloaded.
0: all wahrscheinlich morgen alle tot.
10: With Megan Fox, with Transformers, we hadn't seen anything of the footage. <laughs>
6: Having
7: voice problems. They said they were going to just give me the mouths because that's all we dub, which is a total misunderstanding of what we do. You need the eyes, you need the expression, you need the the movement. There's a subtext, which is much more important. The dialogue is the dialogue, but then there's the subtext. What are they really saying? And that's what you have to capture.
9: I have directed Transformers 1, 2, and 3, <laughs> I'm Optimus Prime too.
6: Vocês mentiram. Tudo que os humanos sabem do nosso planeta foi
2: compartilhado por nós. Transformers, you know, have that closure in, in the
9: mouth you cannot see and I, I don't understand the scene. I have to ask Mr. Bay.
2: They told me at the production of Michael Bay, please you gonna talk with Mr. Bay. No explosion jokes. No boom jokes. He don't doesn't <laughs> doesn't like that. No, OK, I'm not going to do any boom jokes, because Michael Bay likes to explode things.
9: You're joking with him. No, no, it's serious. Please, no boom jokes, no explosion jokes, OK? OK.
0: There's a pattern of misunderstanding and underappreciation throughout dubbing's history. Voice actors put the same sort of physical emotion into their work as the actors on camera. Like with any acting, it's about creating a powerful, believable performance.
10: What I do is I stand up when the actress stands up. I sit down when the actress sits down because that kind of changes your voice as well. And when she's running I'll probably stand there and do like awkward little movements. And when you're kissing, you're obviously kissing your hand, which always looks so ridiculous, especially when your partner's sitting next to you
8: and you're like... (laughs) What, what you see on screen is what counts, and the rest—how you get there—nobody asks. But I
6: think we we should know how to act before dubbing. Je vais vous parler franchement, Nicolas. Nous allons tout nous dire. Sinon, ce déjeuner ne servira rien. When you're dubbing, it's a hard work. It's a job, really. C'est qui elle? Je suis désolé de t'avoir mis dans cette position, mais c'est pas vraiment moi qui. If we stick correctly to the actors, it's just magic because uh, he express and and we speak.
0: This is from the Descendants.
4: I have evolved into being <laughs> a voice a voice artist, I don't think I ever really decided to be one. I didn't actually know that existed, and most people don't, do they? It's a, it's a sort of obscure,
8: obscure job. People look at you when you're from the dubbing industry and you're in a movie, they say, I. Sorry, but you're dubbing a dubbing person. Oh,
10: you're more the dubbing kind of actor, are you?
9: To be a good um, dubbing actor, you have to be a real actor. Because it's not about a good voice or a perfect diction. It's about acting. It is about becoming the particular character at a particular moment.
7: I personally oh. like to cast theater actors. Because uh, it, it, it's not dubbing; it's acting with a technical expertise. I completely get into the
4: character. I can feel it. if the if the if the character is crying, I feel it, and I have tears in
0: my eyes. This is the Portuguese dub of Interstellar.
4: People think that you know what? It's just it's just a dub, but you're performing. <laughs> <laughs> So I do feel we are not appreciated as much as we should be.
0: Dubbing actors are artists, but their craft is often overlooked. In countries around the world though, dubbing actors are beloved for bringing life into iconic roles. Their impact goes far beyond just entertainment. We'll hear how they've changed cultures around the world and even saved some films from financial failure in just a minute. By the time I need to hire someone at my sound design studio, DeFacto Sound, I'm already slammed. That's why Indeed is super useful. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. Indeed takes all of the labor-intensive parts of searching and matching for candidates and does them for you. Indeed's smart matching engine will read through dozens of applications and cross-reference them against each other. Indeed will also send out messages to all the candidates that didn't make it with just one click. It's not just about saving time, it's also about quality. According to their own data, 93% of employers say that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And we've got a great deal for you. Right now, our listeners can get a $75 sponsored job credit at indeed.com/hertz. That's indeed.com/hertz. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When a movie is dubbed to a local language, it's not just about bringing it to another country. It's also a cultural exchange. Styles, attitudes, and beliefs from one culture are communicated to another through that film.
4: There's a huge audience for these American movies which are dubbed in
2: Hindi. A lot of people know a lot of American culture, I should say, thanks to these uh, all the Hollywood films that are dubbed in Hindi. Mm-hmm.
4: Clothes and food and everything. Lots of things you get to see in the
2: films. So everyone knows a lot about American culture. This happens in America. This doesn't happen here. Oh, this is cool. That American way is cool.
1: If people are wearing jeans today in Turkey, that's because of the American movies. People are eating hamburgers. People are going to Starbucks. They're sitting with their laptops and everything. That's what they saw in the
11: movies.
4: Definitely, America is uh, exporting its culture to other countries. I think in some countries that's very welcome. Perhaps in some countries it
11: isn't.
6: I, I ask myself, is it good, is it bad? It's, it's your way of living, it's your way of thinking, it's your way to behave. And we have to keep our specificities and, and our tradition, our culture. But it's very difficult.
0: One of the ways a country can put their own mark on foreign films is through their dubbing artists. Audiences have a strong connection with their local actors, to the point that many roles are inseparable from the performer that dubbed them.
10: I grew up with watching Robert De Niro movies with the voice of Christian Brückner.
0: This is a clip from Meet the Parents. In
6: The case of De Niro, I'm connected with him. And that, of course, is Because of the the long, long time, I gave him my
0: voice here in Germany.
11: Du
8: laberst mich an.
0: This is Taxi Driver.
8: Du
10: laberst mich an. I remember the first time I I I watched a film uh, with Robert De Niro in the original in the original language. I have to admit that I was actually maybe a little bit disappointed.
11: You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, when I grew up in Germany, uh, my my favorite filmmaker was Woody Allen. This is from Annie Hall. So I was surprised when I came to the U.S. and finally saw the original Woody Allen movies. The title changed from Der Stadtneurotiker to Annie Hall. And Woody Allen was speaking with a different pitch, like sort of duck-like oh how squeaky his voice is.
5: And it's funny, I'm not, a, I'm not a morose type. I'm not a depressive character. I, I...
11: Fans and
1: moviegoers in, in general, I think, do associate stars, movie stars, with
0: certain voices. The most successful dubbing artists are so ingrained in a culture that they can become the designated voice for a Hollywood actor.
3: For as long as an actor is popular in Hollywood and they're releasing films and they're getting dubbed and they're getting released, they're gonna go ahead and hire the designated artist.
1: There are a number of careers where people have played the role of that actor all the way through the entire career of the actor. That tells you the importance of that person because the voice is part
6: of that uh, hero or character.
0: This clip is from O Brother, Where Art Thou? Designated artists establish a deeply intimate relationship with the original actor's voice. They may even know that voice better than the actors themselves.
10: When I'm dubbing, let's say, Scarlett Johansson, you notice
8: so many little details. It's like you're breathing through that person. Angelina Jolie only does a movie like every other year. And I like to do her because she's very, in my opinion, she's very near to me. I did Girl Interrupted and I thought, that's it. That's me. I want to play this role.
9: I like Elijah Wood because he's Elijah Wood. He's a very nice actor and uh, very sensitive.
8: Sandra Bullock because
4: I, I dubbed all of her movies and I know her. I know the way she breathes, the way she talks, uh, everything
3: about her.
2: Uh, we have this feeling. I have uh, this feeling of the friendship, like we are friends.
0: Today, dubbing has a bigger impact on the film industry than ever before. Markets around the world are growing, offering new opportunities for film distribution. These markets
5: can even save a film that might otherwise have struggled financially. The people who are dubbing these roles, they're on a bigger stage than ever before, being heard by more people than ever before in a marketplace that values what they do. And if they don't, they should, because they're a big part of the success of these movies. It's the international that brings in two-thirds of the worldwide box office. Ich habe gehört. Ich
1: verfolge eine Lebensform, die sich dir If
5: you take a movie like After Earth with Will Smith, didn't do that well in North America, huge business overseas. Often that international box office can save the day. Ich heiße Sie willkommen zum internationalen RIMPAC Flottenmanöver. Battleship, John Carter. These are movies that, if you just took their North American box office, would be total money losers but become money winners because of the international marketplace.
0: But dubbing teams hardly ever get recognition for the massive role they play in a film's success.
9: you Very often, people ask me, oh, you did uh, Frodo uh, because they recognize the main uh, voice character, Elijah Wood. You're right, Sam. We done what we expected even if they like your voice, even if they like how you you act, if they like your personality, the hero is the one you see, and not really the one you hear.
10: People combine my voice with a different face, and that's interesting, but it's like they see the face, you know? That's what they see, and you 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 kind of.
7: Yeah, sometimes maybe you just want to have the whole package. It's kind of frustrating living your life in, in the shadow. Even just the idea of being in a dark room for six to eight hours, and you're just sitting in studios underground sometimes, and no one knows your, your face, you know, and you feel like you're part of this production, but you're not really in the picture.
2: Uh, the voice artist definitely needs to be recognized for their work and uh, which is unfortunately not happening.
0: It's often worse than an artist not receiving as much recognition as they should. Most of the time, dubbing teams don't receive any recognition at all. I mean, if you voice
4: for a movie, it's released in the theater in Hindi, we don't even have our names in the credit, you know? You don't get the credit that this character's been voiced by this character.
2: In a dubbed version, the dubbing artist is never mentioned, the dubbing studio is never mentioned. Uh, the credit is never there. Voice actors have it tough. They are OS. They're off-screen. Because they're off-screen, you think, oh, I can easily replace this person because all I need is a new voice. I don't need a new face. I don't need a new anything. Well, let's just cast another. There's lots of people who'd love to do this. don't to us it's not because you parles that you're autant intelligent. No,
6: no! When I, I had to dub what Liam Neeson in Star Wars, when I first been asked to do this, they proposed me the minimal fee for Star Wars. They said, well, there's many actors who will be thrilled to do, to do your job. So uh, they count on, we were so enthusiastic to dub Star Wars, it was like... You know, uh, the first Star Wars uh, I saw, I I was uh, 12 or 13 years old. So it was a a dream, yes. But, uh, okay, it was good, but with a minimal fee. Dubbing is an absolute
1: necessity to market movies in this country millions and millions and millions are being made, at least with the uh, you know blockbuster movies. But the big studios who put out the movies, they buy their entrance ticket to the German market with small change from their pocket, comparatively. It is
2: totally ridiculous. They are making the kind of money which probably they would not have being if the language of the movie was restricted to being English.
0: In general, Dubbing studios and artists have not earned the artistic or financial recognition they deserve, but things are starting to change. The dubbing community is slowly earning more credit for their critical role in the film industry.
3: I think it was true that uh, dubbing was looked down upon, but I think it's changing. I think it's changing because the film and entertainment world is changing and we're becoming more international and we're becoming more global
5: on a big budget movie. Every component of that movie is vitally important. And now dubbing has become a really important part of that because that's the voice of the movie internationally. These movies in the English language, they
1: are dubbed, they are shipped out everywhere in the world, and they resonate in each one of those countries. There has to be a reason.
8: What problem? problem? You've too many people like you. you
0: Dubbing artists are some of the unsung heroes of the film industry. Their work spreads cultural ideas, brings new life to old films, and, most importantly, they entertain audiences around the world.
10: I love my job. It's a beautiful job. I've been doing it for 40 years now, uh, and uh, I keep on uh, loving it, and always uh, I find it fantastic.
2: The job never gets boring and you get to dive into new roles every day, and um, you never know what to expect.
1: The most joyful thing in dubbing is the feeling that you are part of the big filmmaking family of the world. I keep on seeing film. I live with the
2: film. I will dive with the film. I'm in a great art.
9: We love to do it. This is the point. We love what we do.
6: It was a good life I had in this business. I really liked what I did.
3: We're becoming a very, very small place, and we all are different tribes, different languages, and different histories. So I really, really, really believe dubbing is a good way to bridge the communication.
0: This episode was an audio adaptation of the documentary Being George Clooney. If you enjoyed this episode, you'll love the full documentary. You can find it on iTunes or on Amazon. 20,000 Hertz is produced out of the studios of DeFacto Sound, a sound design team that makes television, film, and games sound great. Find out more at DeFactoSound.com. This adaptation was written and produced by Colin DeVarney. And me, Dallas Taylor. With help from Sam Sneebly. It was edited, sound designed, and mixed by Colin DeVarney. A huge thanks to director Paul Mariano for allowing us to create this adaptation of his wonderful documentary, Being George Clooney. This episode featured many talented voice actors, writers, directors, and all sorts of people from the dubbing community. A special thanks to each and every one of them for the important work they do. You can find the complete credits in the show description and on our website. Also, thanks to APM Music for all of the music in this episode. You can find APM at apmmusic.com. Finally, you can reach out to me and the rest of the 20K team through our website, Facebook, Twitter, or by writing hi at 20K.org. We love hearing from our listeners, so please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks for listening.